0: talk more specifically through the commodities, I'll introduce our first speaker today, Michael Whitehead. Welcome to the line. And yeah, beef prices obviously really strong. What do you make of uh, the strength in this market at the moment?
1: Thanks, Mark. This strength
0: in beef prices
1: is intriguing for all observers in the industry. Uh, If we think back to February this year, that's when the Eastern Young Cattle Indicator went through 700 cents. Pretty soon after that, people were saying it was too high and would have to go down. Uh, And here we sit in mid-October, and it's knocking on the door of 800 cents. Continues to be high. Um, Obviously, the the three kinds of buyers who are pushing it, it's being particularly pushed by restockers. There's still a lot of grass out there, which has come from the good rains. There is a limited supply of cattle on the market uh, after the impacts of the drought and destocking, so limited supply is keeping prices high. And and uh, because herds on so many places had gone down, restockers are continuing to buy. Feedlots, in a secondary way, also buying reasonably strongly uh, behind the prices that restockers are paying. And also... oh. Very importantly, in that market, processors uh, who are paying less again but being impacted by those prices. When will they go down? Well, the the thinking is that they have to stop eventually from these points, uh, but they may have a, at least a couple more
0: months uh, of acceleration behind them. It's a really interesting balance, isn't it, between whether the you know the low herd side itself stabilizes prices yet there might be some consumer resistance at high prices in in the shelves. What can we sort of expect to see there, do you think? It'll be really interesting,
1: particularly at this time of year with consumer prices, because we're coming into barbecue season and we're coming into Christmas season. So uh, retail sales will traditionally go up. There is every chance that the price of meat on the shelf may go up to reflect these high prices on the supermarket shelf, in the butcher shop as well. But on the other hand, you've got to look at the fact that throughout the whole COVID disruption period, uh, domestic consumption of red meat has arguably gone up as, as consumers have bought more. And as consumers are spending less in other parts of their lives, particularly on holidays and other things they can't do, they they turn to their household consumption and their food consumption, so they may well absorb some of these prices in meat as well. Uh, Meat prices can't go up indefinitely and not have any impact
0: on consumers, but there is every chance we will see prices go up slightly. And do we see in export markets the same level of enthusiasm or... Um, are things softening out? We obviously reached the China quota number much earlier this year and, you know, there's some declining sales into there. Is export sort of prices in line or disconnected with what we're seeing in the domestic economy? Well, exports have been hit by the
1: disruptions much more than the domestic trade and they have been impacted by other issues Arguably outside of prices, China, as we've all seen in the paper, has seen the Australian beef exports hit by factors such as, as you say, the hitting the safeguard tariff there, but also by some of the bans on processes as well. So that is there. And and exports to China are way down based on a few of those factors, as well as competition from the South Americans. And and that is a price impact uh, with the South American currencies down and the product cheaper. The uh, other three major markets we have for our beef, Japan and South Korea, they're both down notably, about 16% on last year, but we are starting to see some recovery there. And exports to the U.S., down about 20% on last year. The U.S. has had a domestic surge in beef because of some of the disruptions they had there in processing. And once again, we're seeing that South American competition, which is both a volume play and a price play coming into the U.S. market. South American exports we have known about for years will have to continue to watch in those major markets.